Hey everyone, thank you for joining me on the BIPOC Outside Podcast. I'm Chris Cromwell and today we're sitting down with Andrea Houghton. Andrea is a lifelong skier and snowboarder, an ambassador with Ski Big 3 in Banff, and a nutritionist serving up healthy foods in the Bow Valley. So let's get into it, shall we? Andrea, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, how are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm very good. Very good. Thank you. So Andrea, you have been a lifelong, started as a skier, became a snowboarder. What was your introduction to snow sports? Yeah, um, it all just happened quite naturally for me. From a young age, I just always wanted to be out in the trees and be surrounded by dense forests. I begged my mom to go to college up north, which was Georgian College in Barrie, and I did end up going there. And I just really wanted to be out closer to the swimmable lakes and and the trees. <laughs> so yeah, I just craved nature and, and just really wanted to be surrounded by that. And I was blessed to be to have friends that were all involved in snow sports. So yeah, it just kind of was the pastime activity to do. So yeah, I was just kind of exposed to to the snow sports then. <laughs> Amazing. And a lot of people, it seems, get their start in college. And so now you're in the Bow Valley. You've been here for about eight years now? Yep. Uh, yep. It's been eight years. I got to the Bow Valley in November 2013. Yeah. Time is surely flying. <laughs> so how did it come to be that you became an ambassador at the Big Three Ski Resorts? I just think uh, the community kind of noticed that I was always out there, <laughs> always at the local hills, just always just loving, loving being out. So it's just, yeah, it's just they noticed my passion and my crave for adventure. And yeah, they, they invited me to, to be on the team. <laughs> That's amazing. And then you can see from your Instagram post, just the passion and the excitement you bring to everything that you're doing, whether it's something that you are an expert at or something that you're maybe just trying for the first time. Are you trying anything new right now? Yeah, I have uh, recently been introduced to downhill mountain biking and I absolutely love it. Uh, I don't own a bike just yet, but it's top of the list uh, for me for next season. It's uh, so fun and yeah, it just brings me back to my childhood when I was just riding with my sister and we'd be out for hours and hours in the neighborhood and yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so fun. Amazing. Um, so what you have this all in approach to the mountain, but like, what would you say inspires you to get out these days? I mean, in the last couple of seasons, it's been harder and harder to organize trips. This season is still quite complex in terms of the health situation and trying to get out to do the things that we normally would want to. What are you using for inspiration to continue to get out there? Yeah, the, the ski and snowboard community as a whole always deeply inspires me. For sure, I follow all the content from like King Snow Magazine and Snowboarder Magazine. I always seem to get a lot of inspiration from all the amazing athletes they, they showcase on there. Um, 
yeah, I just love like big steep heli drops and <laughs> kind of a, a suck with a street ride and stuff. So yeah, I definitely find a lot of inspiration from just following that type of content. But yeah, I'm also very inspired by, by music. Music surely is my other, my other passion for life. And yeah, I enjoy listening to music and I take it outdoors with me when I am adventuring. It just really motivates me and yeah, just kind of goes hand in hand when I'm adventuring outside. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize you were also a musician. With, with music, I, I went to an art school in high school and actually majored in playing the trumpet with not, not too many people know that, but yeah, I play the trumpet and I also play the guitar and now I might just, yeah, with my love for music, I'm very interested right now into taking some courses for using music as a healing tool as well, like doing music therapy and yeah, just using sound as for healing, which I feel is really amazing. And just, yeah, I just want to explore that more. So another little side thing that I'm doing. You take a really holistic approach. It's not just what you're doing with our bodies, but how we're fueling them. Mm -hmm. It seems to be a really big passion for you. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, I, I absolutely love food. I studied holistic nutrition and really, really enjoyed learning about all the benefits of what, what food can do for the body. So with that, I started my a food truck called Green Hut Whole Foods Eatery. And that's been operating in the Bow Valley for the past like seven years. We're, we were closed this year in the past just with changes of life and and my business partner shelby she just went back to school so we just had a lot of different things going on so with that flexibility of having a food truck it's been great to be able to just put a pause on that and yeah it's so important and definitely needs to be recognized to use food as a healing tool for the body yeah what a, what a beautiful thing to explore. And I can personally attest being a part-time local in your town. I love your smoothie bowls. Oh, oh that's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> so you, as you said, you've been in the Bow Valley for about eight years. How do you feel or do you feel sport and culture is changing at all? And, and if not, like, what would you like to see change? Yeah, I feel, I feel that there's definitely more events and groups happening um throughout the bow valley and it's just uh, there's definitely also a lot of action just on facebook on the facebook groups really tying in community and people reaching out to get out whether it's climbing or or out on the mountains for some tours with touring and, and such but yeah i definitely feel like there's more access to finding friends and and finding groups that that are doing that and just the local shops in 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 general always have events happening last year obviously it was very different with with things <laughs> going on but yeah it, it's there was still there was still virtual events happening which was which was really nice to see but yeah the local shops like rude girls they they put on a lot of events for ladies and it's ladies from all ages and that's what actually where i first started reaching out to go to participate in, in events and to expose myself to to find in new friends and to to advance my my skill level yeah <laughs> are you seeing are you seeing any initiatives in the community 
to, to foster participation for groups that we're not seeing a lot of at all? I do know there's some activity happening. I know that there's Dark in the Mountains that's run by Rebecca Kelman. I was really happy to see she actually has one coming up. I believe it will be the 2022 season, but for like more of a woman's mountaineering skill training, which I think that's awesome to see and like really important to have access to because you kind of get to a point in your skill level where it kind of just plateaus a bit and like to get into that next step, it's uh, maybe a little bit intimidating or just harder to find groups uh, and people to go out with. So that's really, really awesome to see. And I love, I've been seeing, yeah, the color of the trails. I run by Juju. She has some great events happening in BC and in, and in Alberta, which I love seeing that there is stuff happening with her in Alberta. So that's really awesome. You have to see that momentum and growth happening with those groups. And yeah, and just in general, like with four, like building your skill set. And like, it's, I mean, that's the biggest thing when it, when you're getting into more bigger mountain terrain and like, you just really want to be doing it the right way and like having the right training because it's all about safety really when it comes down to getting into the bigger mountain adventures <laughs> so yeah i strongly recommend taking your ast1 course so that's an avalanche avalanche safety training course and that's run by avalanche canada they have a lot of events happening i really strongly recommend for anyone thinking about heading out into the backcountry or getting into just bigger terrain to definitely take those, take those courses. Cause that's what, that's what I did. And I, I learned so much on just how to navigate and read snow properly. Like it's just very important and sometimes maybe missed. Even if you're just going out, say snowshoe and you still want to have all, all of that training. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you do your on the snow practicum in Kananaskis? Uh, yeah. Where did I? do that. It was just in Canmore here, actually at Yamnuska Mountain Adventures. That was awesome to do that with them. And actually last season, I went out with Victoria North. She's a lovely lady that lives here in the Bow Valley. And she put a group together with um, Eddie Bauer and we went to do our AST course again out there with her. So that was, that was really um, awesome to be part of last year. I agree. And I agree with you in your post. I've seen you post a, f a few times, safety first, fun second. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so true. I love, I have to have the safety. That's why I love like just with my group, my, my women's group that I kind of go out with, like just safety is just so important. And like, yeah, we check once, but we'll check again. Like, it's just so important to, to stress that. And like, because yeah, it's, the mountains can be can be scary and, and, and dangerous. So you really need to, to put that that effort into into the safety aspect of it. <laughs> and important to have a group that you that you trust. Absolutely, when you're out there. that you trust and that that you can communicate clearly with, and that they understand you. And you know, like if yeah, it's uh, very important to have that open communication involved in the friends because yeah if you're intimidated by someone or you're you know you're just trying to catch up and but really you wanted to say like hey i needed a break like you want to be yeah to be able to trust your group and and have that that communication and love there <laughs> you talk a lot about skill development at like that higher level some of the folks that are going to be listening to us they're they're not ready for backcountry yet they're still dipping their toe in the water even a few folks 
maybe we're just inspiring them to get out for the first time this year. So <laughs> what advice would you have for, for folks that are just giving it a shot for the first time? So many benefits um, of getting out into the outdoors. Tons of researchers show that spending more at more time outdoors improves your mood, relieves stress, and like helps you even sleep better. And now more than ever is just such an important time to boost our immune systems naturally. And the outdoors offers that for free. And what's uh, what's better than that? <laughs> so yeah, like getting outside is so important. And yeah, like sometimes like big mountain activity or just the mountains in general, like they can. They can be very intimidating and for everyone it's not beginners and advanced so it's uh, sometimes yeah it's not easy and it does require a lot of days on the snow to to grow and and grow your knowledge and get more comfortable but i believe is important it's just to find your passion if like if if you if it makes you excited and your heart's in it and you want it and you want to get out there then you have to just go for it with all your might and just and just embrace it like it's fun <laughs> fun it's so fun to be to be outside and and take your time like don't rush you don't have to rush and like push yourself into things you always want to listen to your body like something yeah like don't push it when this is when like accidents can happen so it's good to yeah slow down like listen to your body and yeah just have fun and be safe <laughs> safety always comes first <laughs> i think that's, that's so important what you said don't be intimidated and i think we you know you look at the videos of, of skiers and snowboarders who are doing phenomenal things and you start to get that. Well, I can't do that. And I've, I've been skiing for, for decades. I can't do that. So yeah, your own pace is so important. Yeah. So important. So important. And yeah, if like, you know, you might, you might try skiing and you might not like it like, and that's okay. But maybe you, maybe you'll love cross-country skiing or just snowshoeing and that's amazing like snowshoeing i feel is actually very underrated i went out last season and i had so much fun because you're literally like floating on the snow you can like walk anywhere as opposed to just being in boots where you just sink like it's so awesome and you can go and venture to many amazing places just on snowshoes so yeah you don't don't you don't need skis like to be able to get out to some of these some of these beautiful areas out in the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> I'm a I'm a downhill skier, so I'm accustomed to skate you know skate skiing on flats. I cannot cross country ski, but I found the same thing with snowshoes. I'm like these are magical. Why have I not been doing this more? I love that. Yeah, so fun. So are you also finding? I know the industry is changing a little bit. Are you finding there's more and more opportunities for women to come together in women's groups at a more advanced level? Absolutely. I do. I do feel you're seeing more, more groups being being formed and yeah, people are just eager. There's a lot of more, uh, a lot more people just wanting to advance their, their skill set and, and yeah, there's definitely more opportunity being available. There could be more, <laughs> maybe I feel at the same time, just because you know, schedules, people are always so busy. So maybe you can't make that first one and then you've missed it. It'd be awesome to see it happening, say three times throughout the season mm -hmm. or so, but yeah, there, there's definitely things happening. You just have to kind of search for it and look for it. I feel a bit, <laughs> yeah. But Facebook, it has been helping with that. I'm just seeing like, some of the events that come up on there. Okay. 
So let's talk about goals. What is your dream objective on the snow? What's one of your bucket list items? Where, where do you want to go? Yeah. My dream objective is to just tour more complex terrain. I want to just explore more in Rogers Pass out in BC. I've been there a couple times, but I find this area to be just so magical. I love it out there. <laughs> uh, a bucket list excursion would be to get out to Bonnie Moraines. So this is like a 3000 uh, foot run in Rogers Pass. Definitely would be a hefty trip, but I would love to train up uh, for something like that. I do still need <laughs> a split board. I've been just renting and borrowing uh, from my friends uh, the past times I've been out, but yeah, that's definitely kind of needed for my big gear uh, list <laughs> item there. That would be it. But yeah, other than that, I just, yeah, kind of want to get back into skiing. I bought a pair of skis two years ago. I didn't get to use them too much last year, but yeah, I would uh, just really want to get good at skiing again. I never was uh, too good at skiing. I switched to uh, to snowboarding uh, early on when getting on snow, but yeah, eager, eager to get back out on the skis. <laughs> nice. Maybe I'll, I'll, maybe we'll have to run a lap out at sunshine this summer. Yeah. <laughs> or winter. Jeez. So gear, gear is expensive. It is certainly a barrier for, for some folks. Do you find in your community there's opportunity, like exchanges, those sorts of opportunities for people that are new to the sport and are maybe a little nervous to outlay that kind of cash? Yeah, definitely. Um, again, you kind of have to search for it, but there are lots, because the Bull Valley is such a transient area, like there's a lot of people getting rid of of gear from the past. So Facebook Marketplace for that is awesome to check out. There's definitely the rental shops in town. They sell their past season gear, so like Gear Up in Canmore, and also just the local shops like Unlimited and Root Boys. They always usually have their year end sale where you can find some good deals. So definitely, yeah, kind of search for that and just yeah, maybe Kijiji. Just kind of really doing the search. You kind of have to be patient with it. Give it, give yourself time. Maybe even like start planning ahead six months in advance to like try to build up your your gear bin but yeah it's always exciting once you have it <laughs> what's a piece of gear you can't live without uh oh my <laughs> probably some hats and mitts would be the most important for sure that good backpack well yeah water bottles very important <laughs> when when out in the mountains yeah you need to have your jacket too that's for sure <laughs> basically it's all you probably need you need it all there's a lot of things that for snow sports it's one thing yeah you can't really go without the whole package so yeah having prop, proper pants proper proper layers like wearing um wear wool base layer that was like a huge one that that was like life-changing i was like oh why have i not been wearing my merino wool like this whole time so yeah it's very important to to be wearing like proper base layer and layering up properly because yeah you're going to sweat you need to then shred those layers and and yeah being being smart about that but yeah <laughs> those are those are all important <laughs> so given that you given that with your nutritional background what how do you fuel up to get into the mountains yeah well it's, it's uh very important yes so say if i was just going to sunshine or the local whatever local mountain lake louise or norquay definitely i start my morning with water <laughs> uh, a glass of warm 
uh, lemon water and uh, I'll make a coffee <laughs> as well. And then I always have a bowl of oats. Oats um, with blueberries in it and I top it with hemp seeds and, and chia seeds and that like fills me up the longest because you're burning so many calories. So you want something full and satisfying and warm usually um, in the morning. Usually I'll kind of pack that and I'll be like eating it in the car on my way, on my way to, <laughs> on my way to the mountain. So yeah, that, and then I always have a pack of snacks, which would, usually it's like just nuts and an apple I'll cut up. And I kind of just shove that in my jacket pocket where my pockets then get all big and a little bulky, but I always want that on me while I'm I'm on the mountain. So yeah, I'll have that. And then I in the morning, I also blend a protein shake. So when I get back to my vehicle, I can then have that to drink on my way home because you're starving. <laughs> and then once I get home, I'll be having kind of like a late lunch kind of feel. Okay. <laughs> That's kind of, yeah, what I, what I do, but yeah, definitely fueling right is very important. If you're not, you're going to get cold. You're, you know, you're not, you're just not going to be feeling it. So yeah, always being smart with like your water intake and, and, and proper nutrition. It, it really does help make for a better day out in the mountains. <laughs> I don't think many people realize, I mean, fuel and more and more people realizing fueling for energy but i don't think how many people i think there's a lot of people that don't realize that that also is what's keeping you warm mm -hmm. absolutely yeah definitely keeping you warm and and just keeping you happy like you're gonna be feeling happier in your mind just from absorbing those nutrients yeah <laughs> and not that the snow sports won't be helping that as well so with your work as an ambassador for Ski Big Three, what what's the message you want to send to people who see um, you out there on the mountain? The message would be just to have fun. I feel people just need to have more fun, <laughs> and the mountains is that is that place where you can let go and and feel free and and have fun. And yeah, and feel that joy, feel that excitement, and the power that the that the mountains give off like you absorb that and you can feel that when you're just out exploring and and enjoy and enjoying the mountains so yeah it's i think it's really is just about fun and i've always yeah i've i have noticed maybe people give me a double look kind of thing but i always feel it they're looking at it at me it, with the eyes of love like i've never felt um not welcome like we need to yeah, just go for it <laughs> and do it and in enjoy the benefits of it, which is all the fun and and the beauty of the earth, of, of nature. It's for everyone. <laughs> it is for everyone. Yeah. And and I think we need to be encouraging others and showing others that it that it is for everyone and, and being that you you know, you have this this platform now speaking backwards to the industry. What advice would you like to give to them to say, you know, this is this is maybe something that you could do to to bring more diverse faces to the mountain? Mm, yeah, I feel like it's just a time for unity for everyone. Like we really need to to be all together in this and yeah, for for companies to be reaching out and making it more accessible for everyone to create that unity. I think that is so important and it's amazing 
to see that starting. I do know that like in Burton, they, they are very committed to prom in promoting justice, equi uh, equity, diversity, and just keeping that inclusion in the community. And like, I really like the direction that they're taking with that. And they have a good action plan set out for, for that to happen. And I feel like more companies could also kind of embrace what they're doing there too. And just to kind of, yeah, to create that uh, inclusion <laughs> or to create, to create that unity for everyone. <laughs> it seems like just a few years ago, we got our first all female ski film. I think that was five years ago now, Pretty Faces came out. Don't quote me on that. And then this year, we're seeing a lot of new athletes, a lot of athletes from communities that, that we haven't seen so far mm -hmm. in, in ski media. Is there anything cool. you're excited about coming out this season or anything that you're, you're thinking about? Yeah, I'm excited to see the Uninvited 2 featuring just Kimura. I've been following her for a while and she's such a dope rider with yeah, lots of skills. So I'm like really excited to see see that flick and i also saw a little clip of a film named girl crush i think it was about like four women touring in the backcountry yeah i kind of need to just look into that one i wouldn't mind checking that one out too <laughs> so when it comes to your approach to how you spend time in the outdoors how you spend time on the snow who's someone who really inspires you uh, well other than my friends i also I'm very inspired by Leanne Pelosi and also Marie-France Roy. I just love how they've used their, well, I've just loved how they've embraced their passion for snow and like have also just fully included that into their lifestyle and their passion for protecting nature and all its beauty. I just love, I just love, I just love them. <laughs> And they're so amazing and they're such good snowboarders. And yeah, they, they definitely both very much so inspire me. Well, and that environmental activism piece is important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I know Marie, like she's works uh, hand in hand with Protect Our, uh, Protect Our Winters Canada. And they're always doing good initiatives to protecting the environment and yeah, making, making more things known. So coming back to earlier, how you were saying the importance of, of building a community. Mm -hmm. I think I feel uh, that's the one benefit of living in the Bull Valley is everyone is striving for adventure and and wanting to embrace the outdoors and just the female groups that I, I've been involved with. I, they, they do. They truly inspire me. We all motivate each other and it's been just so amazing like the things that we've done and looking back and, and just on my little timeline I'm like wow like I have I've, I've grown so much I've learned so much and that truly does keep me keep me going and, and continues to inspire me to strive for more and yeah just uh yeah <laughs> um, so a lot of folks who are going to be listening to us they don't have the luxury of living you know in the Rockies, in the Bow Valley. And before you were in Bow Valley, you were in Toronto, were you not? Uh, yes, yeah, Mississauga. Yeah. Mississauga. Yeah. So how did you build your outdoor community in an urban area? That was just probably with the groups, uh, with the friends that I've made just from work and from high school. We, I definitely kept those strong friendships and relationships th 
through that and would just kind of plan adventures with those groups. I didn't really reach out too much to any one that I didn't know when I lived when I lived out east, but yeah, just through through the groups of friends that I had, like we would just yeah, plan and, and try to get out, yeah, just like to Blue Mountain or Snowshoe Valley <laughs> or the small little hills I look at. <laughs> I call them hills now. No, but the yeah, that that's kind of what I did then. I feel now though, just with social media and whatnot, there would be a lot more available to someone who doesn't have a friend doing the activity that they would like to try and do. I feel that that now with advanced social media connections, <laughs> that that can be that can be available more, more so now. And we're seeing a lot more groups emerge, like what Juju's doing, where that's been a hundred percent social media based, and it's grown huge in the last couple of years. We had meetups in our city this year, which is amazing. True. (laughs) Yeah, it's very good. It's very good to see. And like, I think that's, again, like, yeah, it can feel really intimidating and you're kind of putting yourself out there. But once you're out there, (laughs) you'll realize all the benefits that you'll get from from trying it, for for going out. Yeah, yeah. Because nature is so healing. (laughs) So, so healing. (laughs) And it's, and it's important to find, you know, it's amazing if you can be in the mountains, but I think that you can find nature spaces. Absolutely. You are. Yes. Even if you are in the city in Calgary or, or wherever, there's, yeah, tons of trails and it's always fun <laughs> to find new trails, even if it's in an urban area, like there, it's kind of there, you might have to kind of search for it, but to find your little nature escape but yeah it it, uh, it can be there for sure <laughs> and it's always free to go outside yeah and it's free one of my <laughs> favorite words <laughs> oh, this has been amazing and i have enjoyed this so so much i i just love you just seem to bring like such a joy to oh, <laughs> your whole approach to everything and i want to ask you so how do our listeners find you how do they find you on social media where do they follow you yeah for sure yeah, you can find me uh, my instagram is at andrea underscore lynn h it kind of looks like lynn a you can find me find me on there also you can find my food truck at www.greenhut.ca that is what or that is where you'll you'll find our food truck adventures which are on pause right now but uh, yeah you can find me find me through that yeah (laughs) i'm really excited for this winter i got approached by a couple other companies to support their goods which i'm really excited about so i'm really sponsors i'm really looking forward (laughs) to working with buff and also with eau claire gloves they make a beautiful Canadian made gloves. So yeah, I'm really excited about working with them and also goggles and sunglasses with with Sun God. So that's really exciting. <laughs> Love uh, working with the, those companies. Congratulations. Amazing. Yeah, thank, you. thank you so much. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you so much for today. And, and I hope to run into you on the mountain this winter. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Definitely. We have to have to go for a lap or two. <laughs> 
Well, everyone, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Links on where to find Andrea are available on the show notes at BIPOCoutside.com. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did having it. And if you did, don't hesitate to smash the like button. I hope you'll join us again for another episode of BIPOC Outside.